for people to not only find love, but be successful in love and have long-term healthy relationships where both partners feel listened to and like they're being understood and their needs are being met and being comfortable in expressing what their desires are um, in order for fulfillment and even, you know, sticking through the tough times. It's especially rampant in the the African-American community. And so on tonight's episode, we have um, dating coach Manuel Santana. He's returned to discuss, discuss some of the issues that are plaguing the Black community in terms of dating and relationships, and also discusses ways that can be used to overcome those challenges so that all people can have successful, healthy, positive relationships. So please join me in welcoming Manuel Santana back to the show. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, Manny. Hey, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing very well. I'm very excited to speak to you again. It's been a while since you had your expertise on the show, so I'm looking forward to it. Likewise, likewise. It's been uh, way too long. We're long overdue, but I'm <laughs> looking forward to, uh, you know, speaking my mind and, you know, hopefully helping people and changing lives. Yeah, we need to heal these relationships out here. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's been a lot going on, you know, a lot of um, hot topics in terms of like relationships kind of going south or people looking other places for relationships because they're having trouble, you know, in the certain pools that they've been dating in and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, how do you, what are your thoughts on, on the dating pool recently? Man, I, I think the, the dating pool is in turmoil right now. Um, <laughs> it, dating pool is infected. You know, that pool needs to be bleached ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, a lot of it has to do with misguidance, uh, miscommunication, um, understanding the difference between nature versus nurture. I think I think that's first and foremost. You know, me and my brother, we we was talking the other day. See, me and my brother, we we're both like very passionate about this 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 subject. You know, we're, we're twins actually, and for years we've always debated. But my brother actually dissected the problem. Is because he always talked about female nurture and male nature, but I always talked about male nurture and female nature. Hmm. If, that, if that makes any sense. Well, did you hear that beef that just went off? Yeah, yeah, that was my bad. I was, I was. Uh, oh, that was yeah. like I was like, well, that's confirmation. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you say it's that men have a need a nurture. And women have a nature. Is that what you said? 
No, we both have, men have a nature and a nurture. Women have a nature and a nurture. It's just that in society, we talk more about female nature and about male nurture. We don't talk in female nurture. I, I know it's kind of like confusing. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll listen. So what do you mean by that? Okay, so female nature is going for the alpha male, going for the bad boy, Um you know, not liking the soft guy, the nice guy, or, you know, things like that. But female nurture is understanding, look, this guy might turn you on, might turn you on sexually, but this guy is going to treat you better. This guy right here is better for you long-term. So when you're nurtured, when you have, you know, positive influence, when you have parents that, that guide you and nurture you into picking the right guy, then you're, you're you're less likely to make bad decisions. That's what growing up is for. That's what parents are for. As human beings, we make mistakes. As human beings, you know, like my brother liked to say, you see a, a baby, for some reason, babies always find the harsh objects and try to eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's in our nature to do foolish things. Mm-hmm. But that's why as a parent, you, you have to watch your baby. You have to um, constantly be there and making sure that they don't, you know, drink bleach or eat a battery or something you know what i'm saying because as humans we're always gonna make mistakes so a woman who doesn't have the right nurturing she's always gonna pick the wrong guy like you always hear people say women say oh i'm picky until i pick the wrong guy (laughs) i've never heard that before so many times women always say that i'm picky until i pick the wrong guy Mm. a woman can be sitting there single she has all these great guys chasing after her. Then a knucklehead comes her way and then she's going to go for him. Well, if she has the right nurturing, she's going to say, you know what? That's tempting and all. I like the way he talks and I like the way he moves and his swag and this, that, and the third. But I know ultimately he's going to break my heart. I have enough resistance and I'm going to be able to overcome the temptation. And I'm going to be with this guy instead. That's, that's nurture. But instead, what we do in society is we give women a pass and we tell them, look, you're going to go for the. So what we're going to do is we're going to nurture these men into being bad boys. Mm. Go along with your nature. And we're saying they're surprised that there's an epidemic of of knuckleheads out there. Well, we've been nurturing men. Mm. all, All these dating coaches tell men, stop being a good guy. Stop being a nice guy. Women don't like nice guys. Nice guys finish last. Women like the bad boys. Women like the players. So what you have to do is you have to be one of those guys in order to get the women. And then now you have a, a whole like legion of, of knuckleheads out there. We're wondering why society just keeps on getting worse and worse because mm-hmm. we keep on nurturing men into uh, um, into aligning with female nature. Mm. That's so true. And then then they wonder why the relationships fall apart because it's not how it's supposed to be. It's not. But I think some women are are definitely maturing in that that regard in terms of like the bad boy definitely is not as appealing as it used to be. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that just comes with age or <laughs> experience, but you said what? Yeah, it definitely comes with age. Yeah, because there is nothing attractive about the bad boy to me anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this total turn off. But I think it's like once you become more self-aware too, you start to notice those red flags and you'd be like, mm-mm. 
Yeah, but see, it's, it's the same way, like, you see, if, see, I grew up in the inner city, so if you have a bunch of boys that don't have a positive role model around them, they're going to just get into gangs, they're going to, you know, get into street life, whether it's selling, you know, illegal drugs, whether whether it's, you know, committing crimes, robberies, carjackings, whatever the case may be. Then one day, after doing time in jail, then you have the guy that's out here trying to get his life together. Mm-hmm. He, he got out of jail. He has a criminal record. He can't get, get a good job. So now he has to work odd jobs that will accept him. So mm-hmm. now he has to rebuild himself. Now he, like, all it would have taken is having a positive role model to keep him out of that. Mm-hmm. Like like I did. I didn't have to make mistakes and go to jail just to learn my lesson. I just had a father that told me, stay away from those guys. You know, don't do this, don't do that. So it, it, the same thing goes for women. We don't have to sit there and just wait for women to get used and abused by the bad boy. And then all of a sudden now. <laughs> right. Like well, now you have to deal with healing and trauma and like it's better to prevent than to heal, like the same yeah. thing. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I saw this, th- I don't know if it was like a quote or whatever, but they were saying that a lot of people are attracted to whatever they were missing in their childhood. So for instance, like if they were neglected a lot in their childhood, mm-hmm. then for some reason, they tend to pick a partner who does the same thing, who flex them in some way. And then that becomes some type of, you know, attraction for them. And so it's like you said, like if they were healed from the beginning or they had positive parents and support from the beginning, then they wouldn't be attracted to those negative traits. Absolutely. That's a thousand percent true. You know, like, okay. So I, I like to tell people, you know, to women out there, there's women that want you to like pursue them, and there's women that don't want you to pursue them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's women that like if you like sh- giving them all this love and, and care and all that, they get turned off by it because they they're not used to that. They're used to their father being absent. They're used to their father not being around and not showing them love. So mm-hmm. a man showing them love is just strange and weird to them. So right. Have, yeah. But then you have another girl out there who's who was daddy's girl, daddy's princess. Mm-hmm. Her daddy put her on a pedestal. Daddy bought her anything she wanted. So now she expects a man to do the same thing. If mm-hmm. you're not spending money on her, taking her out on dates and, you know, giving her the world, to her, it's like you're worthless. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's all about, it all boils down to how her father treated her mm-hmm. or, or if her father treated her at all. Mm-hmm. So it's very, but that's all a part of nurturing. So that's why in society, we have to focus on female nurture instead of female nature, which is, it's just human nature, you know, that we we like the thrill. Um, You know, we we go for, you know, we want what we can't have. Um, This is all a part of of human nature. That a a baby is, and people stop, I'm sorry. It's okay. You know, my, my phone is connected to my, my laptop, like the Apple ID. So oh. people texting me on my phone is coming through on, my, on the laptop, too. Okay. 
so when when um when you have babies that are just naturally gonna you know climb up you know <laughs> you know what I mean like kids are always doing the darnest things that's gonna get them hurt mm -hmm. you know that's just human nature but in, but again we're focusing on male nurture we're telling men okay women are going to um they're always going to pick you know they, they're picky until they pick the wrong one so why don't you just become the wrong one mm, that's terrible this is horrible that like we're, it's the worst advice that we're doing like you 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 listen like i i listen to you know different tiktoks and videos on youtube <laughs> And, and videos on, on, on Instagram. I'm not going to name names, but there's all type of like dating coaches out there. And this is like, it's like a literal movement out here where it's like, it's, it's we're telling men, oh, these women are horrible. You know, man, what you got to do is, man, you just got to just treat these women like trash, man. Just th these women, they don't want no great guy, man. Oh man, if you, if you treat a woman right, man, she, all she's going to do, she's going to leave you and she's going to, cheat on you for the, for the advice it's horrible. and so then the men are going out into the world actually believing that that's what it's gonna take and then the women become bitter because they've been treated like that and it's exactly. just a whole bad cycle it's a bad cycle when all we have to do see the the other part of it is is male nature right so back in like 2016 Oh, 2016, 2017, I was doing like an abundance of research and I learned something that I always felt, but I never known the science behind it. And I talked to like dozens of men about it and they said, man, this is so true. So when a, when a man, I don't know if I've mentioned this in the last podcast, but when men fall in love, our, nat our testosterone levels drop. Mm. So that's the reason why you see a guy like he could be your ultra alpha and all of a sudden, he's dating some girl he really likes, and now he becomes just soft and weak for her. Mm -hmm. So it's an actual term called the balance of power. So, you know, um, so what, what happens is a lot of men, we meet a girl that we like, we become weak, we become soft, you know, we're double texting, and we're, you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that, and we don't know how to handle it, and now all we do is push the woman away. And now after we push her away, now we just like, you know what? I'm not even going to go for a woman that I like. Mm. Like this is an actual thing. Men literally go for men, women that we don't want so that we don't like lose our edge. Mm. So a lot of women out here don't know this, but the man that you're with does not love you. He's only with you because he know that he will never like, go crazy over you so to speak you know what i mean mm -hmm. thing. It, like this is like guy code 101 this is like locker room talk i heard something about similar to that where it's like yeah like he does soften up and like even his voice is a little higher when he's around you absolutely yeah and and then so what they do is i didn't hear that they like totally go for a different woman they don't love at all but I did hear that they like you know like they might need to push you away for like a week and go do what they just like to do or just kind of build that testosterone back up and like do them and then you know because they start feeling like 
too weakened, you know, yep. by being so in love all the damn time. Yes. <laughs> you know I've been there. I'm speaking from firsthand experience. It's the absolute truth. Every man will tell you that. But you see, the thing is, I tell people all the time, um, men are physical opportunists. Women are emotional opportunists. What I mean by that is, you know, as a man, right, if if a woman, you know, if you go to a club and a woman says, hey, take me home tonight, I want to sleep with you, what is any man going to do? Even if you're not, like, attracted to her, it's like, it's just guaranteed you're just going to go for it, right? So hmm. men are physical opportunists. So women are emotional opportunists. If a man, you know, gives you his heart and says, I, I, I'll do anything for you and I, I, I want to give you the world. A lot of women will be like, shit, I, shoot, I don't like him, but this this guy is going to buy me this, that, and a third. And I'm just going to take advantage of it, right? So both are wrong, you know, because you a man can't sit there and just sleep with a woman. I, now, I'm, not, I'm not saying I've never done that. Every man has done that, but it's wrong. You know I mean, I have to hold myself accountable for that too. You know, you can't just sleep with a woman that you don't like because then what happens if when the oxytocin kicks in and now she falls in love with you and now she thinks that you actually like her and she don't realize that you was just, you just wanted to, you were just being a squirrel. Okay, well, just to play devil's advocate, isn't you saying that if you're going to be giving gifts and being nice to a woman that she's going to be an opportunist, isn't that the same thing that these people in the videos are saying that like, oh, if you be nice to a woman, then she gonna break your heart. I mean, that's basically what you're saying. No, no, no. <laughs> right? no what what I'm what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. If if I find a woman, right, and she doesn't like me, but she knows that she'll benefit from me, it's wrong for her to take advantage of it. However, if I find a woman that I really like and she also likes me. And she accepts the love that I give her. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh. But what's, yeah, what, what's happening is men are finding women who take advantage of them emotionally and think that every woman is going to take advantage of them emotionally. Mm. And say, you know what, I'm just doing it with emotions with women. That's wrong. But the reason why that's happening is because no one is nurturing women. See, as, as a see as a as a child, right? We're gonna we're gonna tell men, hey, look, you know, um, don't disrespect women, don't do this, don't do that. You know, being a gentleman is how you treat a woman, right? But no one is nurturing women. Look, when you grow up, don't take advantage of men. Don't sit there and act like you love men just to take his money. Instead, we're preaching it. Like, go ahead, girl. You know, that's called empowerment now. <laughs> Using a man for his resources, even if you don't like him. We call that empowerment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the problem. We're not telling women, look, don't do that. She's not going to be held accountable if if she's dating a man that she don't like and she's just going out with him just because he's going to buy her some a Chanel purse. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I just think that's a slippery slope because... I think maybe the man can get confused and mm -hmm. 
that, okay, the woman, she don't like me or she not feeling me. I'm not going to give her nothing. And maybe she does. And maybe she does appreciate that. And maybe she likes being treated like that and and likes you like that. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just a slippery slope. I guess the man would have to really be in tune with his, I don't know, emotions or logic to just know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. But see, the the difference is, okay, let's say, for example, like, just like you, when we were speaking earlier, you know, you were saying that, you know, there's these videos where people say, you know, if a man doesn't um, take the initiative or, you know, he doesn't call you, if he disappears for, for days without reaching out to you, then he's not interested. So it's the same thing. So as a man, men have to understand, like, if you're sitting there taking a woman out on dates and doing this, that, and the third, but the only time you hear from her is when you're spending money on her, then she don't really like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If she's not texting you, seeing how you're doing and stuff like that, then she don't like you. She's clearly taking advantage of you. Mm-hmm. But what we're telling men is, oh, all these women will do that. So stop loving these women. Mm-hmm. That's, that's completely incorrect. No, just yeah. if a woman took took advantage of you, okay, she took advantage of you. Find a woman that that will actually not that won't take advantage of you. That will actually appreciate you. And you don't have to go overseas to find that. <laughs> yeah. Because that's another thing I think that, especially like black couples, um, <clears throat> they're losing out on that because, um, I forgot my train of thought. But yeah, it's like, okay, if, especially like if a black man treats a, a black woman really good, oh, they're afraid of being you know, called a simp or something like that. And they think Mm -hmm. that black women don't really want that. And they do. We love it just as much as any other woman, right? And, you know, also like sometimes if like a black woman is too like um, in love with the man and she shower him with attention, then it's like, oh, she's just clingy or she's desperate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think we have these like stereotypes in our community that if we're soft on either side, that that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then when you get like, but then like if a black woman is to be like, well, I don't like the way, you know, I've dated black men all my life and they never did all this for me. And because you're missing all the attention and the love and the gifts and stuff from the black man because he's scared to show it to you and then you date outside your race and you get all that and then it seems like oh it's because like black men don't want to do that for us but that's not true it's just that we've been raised certain ways to think that we're weak by showing love and so we don't do that for each other like we should thousand percent true see the thing is this it's like if i go to a job and they're not hiring and i put in an application it doesn't matter how many times i call them and say hey did you see my application well guess what we're not hiring you know what i mean so it becomes a nuisance for me to keep showing up and saying hey interview can you have an interview but if if a job says now hiring and I go put in the application, I got a better chance of, of getting an interview. So my point is, if, if someone is not interested in you, no matter how good you are to them, they will never appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So the first foremost for men and women, you have to find someone who's interested in you in the first place before mm-hmm. you do all that submissive stuff and, and, and spoiling stuff. You know what I'm saying? People, the, the, the misunderstanding that people have is from both men and women, men will be like, 
okay, that girl don't like me, but I'm going to win her heart by doing all these nice things for her. And she's going to eventually like me. No, she's going to take advantage. If she, if she has horrible nurturing, she'll take advantage. If she has great nurturing, she'll be like, look, I'm not interested. I'm not going to accept these things from you. Find someone who, who actually want you. And it's the same thing for women. A lot of women think, oh, if I'm, if I'm submissive and if I cook for him, if I clean for him, if I do all these great things for him, he's going to fall in love with me. No. A man who actually wants you will, will appreciate that. Mm-hmm. A woman who actually wants you will appreciate that. The first thing we have to do is find someone who actually wants us instead of trying to like convince someone to want us or manipulate someone to want us or better yet, force someone to want us. Mm-hmm. That's the mistake that a lot of people are doing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, if a woman says she likes men who are six foot three, make a certain amount of money and you're five foot six and you're like, you know what? I ain't got a shot with this girl, but I think if I spend a thousand dollars on her, she's going to like me now. No, you're just going to lose a thousand dollars. That's all that's going to happen. So, so I I think, see, the the thing is, you know, there's a lack of communication um, between men and women. I I, I think, you know, if, if we stop pointing the finger at each other so much, we would actually get somewhere. Now, now you have a whole passport bros movement <laughs> where where dudes is 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 leaving the country instead of like confronting women and having like dialogue. Like we're avoiding dialogue right now. Yeah, I know someone who is actually like in um, Thailand right now, wow. and. And I was like, yeah, you probably going to come back with a 90 day fiance because and and he did not disagree with me. And I think it's because he always says, like, you know, American women, he's pretty much given up on American women and this and that. And he's like, oh, they're just not like they don't care enough. They're just like they just want to use the guy or they just don't want to do anything for their man and stuff like that. He's thoroughly convinced. And I'm just like, what do what do you think about that? Oh boy, <laughs> let me get started. Let me put on my um <laughs> my freaking cap and my workout gloves right now. <laughs> um, so I, I, you know, it's funny. I had a me and my brother. We had a discussion with you know one of our closest friends a couple of days ago, and he's like the passport bros like spokesperson, <laughs> and like he lives by it, like. If you mention anything remotely about dating, his only solution would be just get your passport, leave the country. Mm-hmm. That's what this guy said. Yeah, like, see, but my thing is this. First and foremost, I personally don't think that this passport bros thing is going to last, okay? Because we're talking about people uprooting, going to another country. What happens when they start enforcing immigration laws on us? Because... We talk about immigration here in America, like, okay, we're Americans, we're American citizens, but when you go to Thailand, you're, you are now an illegal immigrant. Mm-hmm. So you you have the potential and the possibility of getting deported. You know what I mean? So now if they start enforcing these laws, because let, let's keep it real here, the world, Black people, we are the, the most hated people on the planet. Mm-hmm. So you can't mean to tell me a bunch of black people are going to show up in Southeast Asia and a bunch of Asians are going to be okay with it. Right. They're going to find a way to, 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 to stop it because now we're invading their population. I don't think a bunch of Asian dudes in in Thailand and Vietnam 
in, in Laos or, or Philippines or wherever, I don't think they're going to be okay with a bunch of black men stealing their women from them. And it's not right. I mean, are you looking for love or are you looking for a maid? Are you looking like for a hospice wife? I mean, it's just like, come on now, these are women and no matter where they're from, they deserve to be treated with respect and love, not just used for what they can provide for someone. I think that's a very just like, it's a character flaw if you ask me. It, re- it really is I've seen a video um, there's like a channel uh, like a YouTube channel that's viral I can't remember the name of it Yeah, uh, can I name names in this in this podcast yeah Okay. it's called Zoom to Thailand mm. so there's <laughs> this black guy I think he's like in his 40s or something and this is how I got hip to this whole passport bros thing <laughs> my good friend he told me about the Zoom to Thailand stuff and then I seen this this video one time. He just literally had like a, a Vietnamese lady. I think he was like in Vietnamese. No, no, Thailand, obviously, because it's zoomed to Thailand. Mm-hmm. So this Thai lady that was literally like worshiping him, for lack of better terms. I mean, all she was doing was getting him his food and getting him his drinks and, and taking, uh, what do you call it, fans and keeping him uh, cool and doing all this stuff. And he was like, see, fellas, this is how women treat us here. Get you a Thai lady. These black women in America, or these women in America, they they're not going to treat us like the way we deserve to be treated. I'm like, bro, you're talking about you want to be treated like like a king. You want to you, you you're looking for a slave. You're looking for a, a lead. Right. So this is your idea of of being treated right. Like, come on now. Yeah. It makes, it right. makes, it's not right. It's hypocritical because th- there's no difference between what these passport bros are doing versus what they're accusing women in America of doing. Mm-hmm. They accuse women in America of, of wanting to be worshipped and wanting the world to be revolved around them and not doing anything for their man. What are you doing for these women in Thailand? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? All you're doing is taking advantage of the fact that you have the, the American dollar and like the, the U.S. currency is very strong. It's not the strongest in the world, but it's very strong. 250 US dollars is a million pesos in Colombia. You can literally go to Colombia with $250 and you're a millionaire. Wow. So literally, I, I, I met someone one time. They told me that, you know, they were they were uh, Colombian. Well, their mother is Colombian. And they told me that their mother goes to Colombia every few months with $5 and it lasts her, it, it lasts her like a whole month or, or two months. Five US dollars. And I did the currency exchange. Five U.S. dollars is like twenty thousand dollars in Colombia. Mm. So, so it's like we're taking advantage of currency. We're, you have these guys going to these other countries, and you're just becoming a millionaire overnight, and you're just taking advantage of it. So, are you really looking for love, or are you looking for a come up? Are you looking for for benefit? Mm-hmm. Benefit. So, what are you doing that's any different from what you're accusing the feminist movement of? Right, or accusing like women of being like gold diggers and stuff like that, but you're going to another country just to flaunt your money and in t- trying to get a woman. Exactly. So you're actually begging for someone to dig your money, your gold out, you know. So yeah. it's, it I, is very critical. Man, I, I I don't agree with it one bit, not one bit, because again, it you, you have to deal with. First of all, you don't know what type of laws these countries have. Um, as much as people in America, as much as we 
people, you know, we talk about police brutality and stuff, but the policing in other countries, are, they're way worse than the, than the U.S. I mean, they'll throw you in a dungeon for months and, 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 and that's it. America, we have fair trials. We have this, that, and the third. We, we have a democracy. Other countries don't have that. That's why you have people fleeing their countries and coming right. to America. Right. Exactly. There is no freedom of speech in a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. So this whole passport bros thing is it's, it's a cop out. You know, what we need to do is we need to come together, men and women. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about, you know, what what bothers you as a man? What bothers you as a woman? Mm-hmm. What can we do to, to remedy the situation? That, that's all we need to do. And what like, happened to, like, people marrying for love or... Because mm-hmm. they're, you know, so in tune with one another. It's like nowadays everybody's marrying for like, what can you do for me? Or, yes. you know, like money or business. Or, it's not. And that's like, that's even still like, like when they go marry overseas and stuff, love doesn't sound like it's nowhere in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I'm sure there are some couples that, don't get me wrong, that do go overseas and meet the love of their life and they really do love each other. I'm not doubting that that doesn't happen but Mm -hmm. the intention with these passport bros seems to be something totally different and i need to go back to like marrying and being with people because you actually care about that person you see i had a talk with my sister a long time ago it was probably not a long time ago i'm over exaggerating but like five six years ago and um she she told me my sister's eight years younger than me and she told me um the reason why one of the roots of the feminist movement is because when you when you look at you know the 50s and the 60s right women you know stayed at home they they um you know they weren't allowed to work or whatever the case may be and all they did was support their husband's dreams you know whatever he wanted to do wherever he wanted to move and they couldn't have a life of their own and so now women are like Oh, people stop texting me. Sorry about that. So now they're like, okay, um, I, I want to live my own life. I want to, I want to start my own business. I don't want to have my life revolved around a man based on what this man wants to do. And I and I agree with that. I I understand that. The only thing I can say to that is this. Again, it just boils down to the fact that women are never taught um, the type of man to go for. Because there are men out there who would support your dreams and want you to support their dreams. Mm-hmm. A, narcissistic, a narcissistic man would say, I want you to support my dreams to help with your dreams. You're, you're secondary, mm-hmm. uh, superior to you. But it's because we, we've always had, as a society, we've always had a misconception of what masculinity is that a lot of people have dated these type of men or marry these type of men because society make it look like that's what men are and that's not true. That's what narcissists are. Mm-hmm. Women wouldn't have like this rebellion or animosity or what I call a mendetta. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, they wouldn't have a mendetta if they were if if we made it okay to be the good guy. If women mm-hmm. actually dated the good guy and not got hurt. Now, I'm not saying women are obligated. You must date this nice guy and this, that, and the third. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you date a guy that's 
that's a decent human being. Mm -hmm. And if it don't work out, guess what? It's just not going to work out. You're going to move on with your life. You're not going to have all this trauma. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm. You're a narcissist and it don't work out now you're, you're battling wounds and demons and all type of stuff now oh yeah makes it harder for the next guy that actually exactly. wants to treat the woman right because when i have these type of debates with women they say oh uh, um nice guys aren't in, entitled to anything i'm saying yeah but you're entitled to a peace of mind you're entitled to 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 mental health though Right, <laughs> and, and most importantly, your children are entitled to, to having a father. Right, absolutely. At least, at least you know. See, I have a friend of mine. She, you know, she's not with her her children's father, but when I tell you they they have the best co parenting I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm. I've known her for eight years. Never once have I seen either one of them bash each other, and he's like the epitome of a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Well, absolutely. she dated a nice guy. Yeah, that, and that goes to show her self-esteem too because I think a lot of times, you know, you date where you're, what you're feeling inside. Mm -hmm. So if all you're attracting is like narcissist or the bad guy, then you kind of got to check yourself a little bit too and be like, well, why am I attracting this and why am I put, keep putting up with this? You know, at some point you got to self-reflect too. Absolutely, but again, as a society, because of the notion that women are always right, We've we've never like, as a society, really um, investigated that. We just say, well, guys, you see, well, these girls they go for the bad guys, so you might as well be one too. Instead of telling these women, you know what, you need to do some self reflection. Mm -hmm. You like we just letting these women just just self destruct. Instead of, instead of telling these women, look, you know, stop going for the bad boys. Instead, we're telling these guys, stop being the nice guy. Become the bad boy. Mm. Like, that's exactly what it is. It's self, it's self-respect. It's self-esteem. It's trauma. Um, you, if, if you're a woman and, and you're going for these type of men, then there's something that you need to work on within yourself. And even for a man, you know, same thing, you know, for a man. I'm not, I'm not biased at all. As a man, if, if you're going after the horrible women or whatever the case may be, there's something that you need to work on within yourself. But again, as a society, you know what I'm saying, if we can come together peacefully and talk these things out, then we wouldn't have a whole passport bro situation. <laughs> it's, it's just sad, you know? Like, I gotta feel bad for women. Cause then it's like, y'all ain't gonna have no one to choose from if all these dudes leave the country. <laughs> well, you know, the ones that have that mentality that that's all a woman is good for, those aren't the ones that we need to be checking for anyway, you know, yeah, quite yeah. honestly. Let's yeah. the swamp drain itself at that point, but yeah, you that's right. what you're saying. Yeah. But, you know, I think how would I put this without like going down a slippery slope? <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so I think the biggest the biggest problem is how would I put this? Okay, so as a man, right? You know, we have we have what you know what we're attracted to. We have our desires. We have, um, you know, male nature, right? The same way women who have, you know, female nature, right? So it's like if you're if you're a guy, right, and and you're making a whole bunch of money, you're you're a millionaire 
you know, you, you're probably going to be dating the most beautiful women out there. And if you were a guy and you, you, you working at CVS or Dunkin' Donuts or something, you know, it's going to be harder for you to date that supermodel, right? I'm not saying that you're less of a person, right? But if, if like, I got to put myself in a woman's shoes, right? If you're a woman and you're just beautiful, you've had the world given to you ever since the day you was born. And you have your choice between a man who lives in a basement and a man who lives in a mansion. I mean, you kind of can't blame these women. You're not being a gold digger at that point. You know, it's like women go for um, resources. It's in, it's in your nature. Y'all are hardwired that way. A mm. man that, that makes money. If you're a woman and you have the chance to get with that, that, that rich man, why wouldn't you take it? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. You know, in the same way, you know, the, the way I always tell, I always tell men this, the more money you make, the more of an attractive female you can get. And the more masculine you are, the more of a submissive woman you will get. You know, because it, and that's just a woman's nature. If, if you're with a man that's just, you know, masculine, he's an alpha male and he's, you know, he's a man. He's a man's man. And, and you sitting there, you just like, you're loyal to him. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, if because people people cheat on what they're not attracted to. If you're not attracted to someone, you, you ain't going, you're going to cheat on them, right? Mm -hmm. So women are allowed to express that nature. They're going to go for the, the man with the better resources. They're going to go for the more masculine man. And no one's going to attack them for it. Right. But then the minute a man says, you know what, I want a woman that's that's more of a, a, a nurturer. I want a woman that's um, submissive. Then all of a sudden, all hell breaks. Loose. <laughs> OK, I see what you're saying. Like, it, it's not fair that women can exercise their right to date a man that they like, but men we're not allowed to do so without mm -hmm. being all misogynist. Mm -hmm. You know, it, see, the, the thing is this, as a man, right, if I'm sitting there, right, and women standing me up all the time, right, if I'm sitting there, every girl I ever date, they always diss me for the next guy. I'm not going to sit there and, well, I could sit there and say, oh, these women are horrible and this, that. Or I can sit there and I say, you know, let me work on myself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, let me let me go to the gym and get in shape and 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 not look like a wimp. Mm -hmm. Let me grow this beard out. Let me let me change the way I dress. Let me let me stop being such a pushover. There ain't nothing a woman hates more than a pushover. Let me stop being a pushover. Let me stop being uh, uh, so emotional. Let me stop. Wearing my my heart on my mm, now that I, I'm gonna have to stop you. <laughs> no, no, no. What 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 I what I mean you know, what I mean by emotional. What I mean by emotional is why won't you why won't you call me? You, you know what I mean like like the guy that double texts. The There's guy nothing that, wrong with that. See, no, I disagree. No, I don't know. <laughs> we need more of that type of behavior. If if I just meet a girl today. And I'm already like pushy and needy, and and 
Like that's that's something wrong with me. Now I'm not talking about if I'm in a relationship with somebody. I'm talking about I just met you. Okay. I just met this girl today and and I'm already like needy and pushy and insecure. Yeah. And I'm already saying things like, Oh, uh, um, who's who's that guy? Uh 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 are you are are you gonna leave me? Uh, um are you like there are guys that are like that. Mm -hmm. Right? So women don't like guys who are like insecure now I'm not, again i'm not talking about like y'all in a relationship married couple all that type of that that's a whole nother ball game but yeah. it's like I, I just met this girl today and i'm already like blowing up her phone yeah. right mm -hmm. now women are gonna sit there and ghost me i can't sit there and say these women are obligated to re like positively react to my neediness right i i have to sit there and work on myself right mm -hmm. if i'm sitting there and i i can't even afford to take a girl out on a date and you know I, i'm looking at i do feel like men need a a safe place to express their emotions and softer because yeah art, especially for you guys yeah, you yeah. know and do need a safe place to land and to not be double text or mm -hmm. oh, I care. I mean, that is part of a woman's role too, to nurture the man and to be that soft place for him to land mm -hmm. when he needs, you know, to express himself emotionally or be nice to you or something like if he can't be nice to a, to a woman, who the fuck is he supposed to be nice? Oh, excuse my name. Who is he supposed <laughs> to be nice to? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. No, no, I agree with you a thousand percent, you know, amen to that, you know? Mm -hmm. so, but again, that's where this passport bro stuff is coming from, is that men are saying, look, we just want y'all to be a little nicer. Mm -hmm. We want y'all to be more feminine. We mm -hmm. want y'all to be more understanding. We want y'all to be more caring. And y'all, and a lot of women, they turn around and, 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 and male bashing for it. And saying that these men are this, that, and the third. But women can turn around and say, we want y'all to be more providers. We want y'all to be more protectors. We want y'all to be more, more better leaders. Mm -hmm. and, and a man is going to sit there and say, you know what? Let me get a better job so I can, prov so I can provide for a family. Let me get my stuff together. I'm, I'm staying at my mother's house right now. Let me get my own place. I don't have a car right now. Let me go get a car. You know, let I me saying, but the woman is not taking that same initiative to be like, let me be a little softer. Let me be that. that okay, I hear what that, that's that's where the problem lies. It's like if if a group of women tell a man, right? Let's say let's say let's say I have five female friends and they're telling me, look, Manny, this is what you're doing wrong, man. You're you're too you're too this that and the third. Uh, you need to you know work on. Doing, the, you know, what I mean, they're giving me pointers. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna say, you know what, I appreciate that. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take that into consideration. I'm gonna work on myself. I'm gonna better myself to become more attractive in the dating market. But if five guys with good intentions tell their female friend, "Look, this is what you need to do, man. You're, you're too this, or you're too that. You're too edgy. You're too aggressive. You're too this." She's gonna turn around and cuss them out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So now it's like 
you have men that need to work on themselves, they, they're working on themselves. Yeah. You have women that need to work on themselves, but they're being told that they don't need to work on themselves. They're being told that a man needs to handle you. They're being told that if a man don't like you for being aggressive and this, that, and third, he can't handle you. They're being told that the man is in the wrong when it's like, I'm sorry, but if a whole bunch of men don't like you, I don't think the men are in the wrong. If a whole bunch of women don't like me, I don't think the women are in the wrong. I think I need to work on myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sense. Yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's what's going on. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's the delivery. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe men aren't relaying the message properly. Maybe they're not articulating it, but that's really what the problem is. So what women need to do, you know, if, if you're, if you're the type of, if you're a woman that you're, you know, men are just ghosting you or they're doing this, or they're doing that, you know, the natural reaction for people, we always put the blame on other people, right? That's just the natural reaction. But after some time, you have to sit back and you have to think to yourself, okay, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know, because Steve Harvey and all these people, they're never going to tell you what you're doing wrong. All they're going to say is, she, the man, he just didn't appreciate you. You see, he didn't realize. Okay, but Manny, also, you know how they also say like, okay, nice guys finish last. Yeah. Seems like uh, the past few years or so, 10 years or so, nice girls are finishing last too. Mm -hmm. So what do we do about that? Because like, it's like the soft girls are, they're definitely getting like <laughs> used and abused. And then they, then the man goes off and gets with like the edgy girl that he can't really get with or can't control you know mm -hmm. and he's got this girl at home that he pushes over because she's too nice you know so how do how do they balance that that is an extremely good question um you know i'm not gonna lie to you i was oblivious to that for a very long time i'm just now like getting wind of that like when women used to say like oh nice girls finished last i would just be like what are you talking about I, I, I thought it was like a fabrication. But I think I think the biggest reason is one, um, the influence on you know pop culture, society. Um we've made it look like the soft girl, the good girl, the virtuous girl, or the submissive girl is is boring, is 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 bad. It's you know, you have to be the Cardi B's, you have to be the Megan the Stallion. Um, I think that's the first, the first problem. Um, I think, and also I think, again, my sister, you know, had this talk with me one time. She said, the problem is a lot of, a lot of good girls, there's, they're self-conscious of their image that you got 25 year old girls dressing like like grannies, they, they're dressing like they're 75. Um, I, I think a problem, the problem is people don't understand that sex appeal is not a bad thing. So you have women like, let's say a woman that grew up in a church and she don't want to be associated with, um, with, you know, with society, with promiscuity and all that type of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So she's going to dress a certain way. That's not going to attract male attention because to her, she don't want to come off like she's promiscuous, mm -hmm. right? I th I think that's another problem. I, I may be wrong, um, but 
I think is is human nature to go for something that's sexually appealing for both men and women. Okay. So I think I think the biggest reason why nice guys finish last is because nice guys don't um, exude sexuality. You know, nice guys don't put themselves in a position with where they're viewed sexually. Um, so I, I think that could be the same problem with a lot of nice girls where, you know, a, a guy might look at a girl and say, you know what, she ain't she ain't gonna get down. <laughs> you know what I mean? She ain't, you know what I mean? So he's gonna, I'm, I'm not saying a, a mature man. I'm just, you know, I'm just like, generally speaking for, for most men, I think, I think they look at the nice girl and they think, man, I'm gonna have to marry her, you know, just to have sex with her. I'm, it's gonna take me a whole year to have sex with her because she comes off as if like, Sex is, um, is foreign. Sex is like taboo. Again, I may be wrong, but and so I think that's why a mm -hmm. lot of women are getting to this point where they're like, okay, I have two paths I can take. I can mm -hmm. at home rubbing his feet, cooking, cleaning, slaving all day. <laughs> And then he's still going to go out and pick the bad bee. At mm -hmm. me. Or I can be the bad bee and get mm -hmm. gifts and wine and dine and don't have to do nothing for him. You know what I'm saying? You know what? You're a thousand percent. You know, <laughs> man, you know what? Wow. I'm speechless. Um, Man, that, you know, it. See, it's funny because one of my one of my close friends, we had a talk one time, and he actually told me, he said, he said, as men, we can't be hypocrites. We can't sit there and say, like, these women going for the 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 gangbangers and the and the drug dealers and and stuff like that. And and, and they're they're you know leaving the, the nine to five men high and dry when men are actually out here doing the same thing. You have these Instagram models that are making a million dollars on OnlyFans. And got a million followers on 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 Instagram, and, and they got guys that are willing to fly them to Dubai all day every day. Meanwhile, you have the good girl that no one is paying attention to. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I really think that um, it has to do with balance. Um, yeah. I think. See, the thing is, how would I put this? Um, I think. For both men and women, being overly sexual and being comfortable with sexuality is two different things. Mm. I really think it's two different things. Like, see, I grew up in a church. So in church, they they talk about all of this saving it for marriage and they act as if sex is just 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 taboo, just <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, especially growing up in the 90s, it was like, you know. You didn't see sexuality on TV nowhere near as much. Right. So I think everything in life is a balance. So it's like the same way you could be, you can be, um, what's the word? You can be passive, you can be aggressive, but you can also be assertive. Mm. Assertive is in between passive and aggressive. Mm -hmm. So I think the same way you can be, um, I know there's a word that they call it, um, 
man, I can't think of the word off the top of my head, but like a woman that's like modest, right? Um, or you could be like over the top or whatever, but you can also be like comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think part of it is because of the way society judge women. Like a woman could sleep with two men all year and she's called all type of words. Like that makes no sense to me. That's ridiculous. You Yeah. know? Yeah. No, I think you're right. It has a lot to do with, with society and where we are now. And we definitely need balance on both parts. And also, like I said, we also just need to get back to valuing people as people. And coming back to when it was about like love and respect and just like liking the person you're with, you know, like people need to go back to morals and principles. And a lot of that has been lost and it don't no matter what you do, you know, the girl that's doing 50 cartwheels a night getting cheated on and the girls that's missionary 365 a year, it don't matter at this point, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, no matter what you do, If you not, if people don't get back to being their authentic selves and learning how to love each other for their, for who they are, you know, then none of this, that's how I feel. None of it's going to really matter because. Yeah. yeah yeah I, I agree with you a thousand percent you know the it's it's see I tell people this all the time you know there is There is nothing worse for for a teenage girl to be called than a freak. And nothing worse for a teenage boy to be called than a creep. So um I think see, there's that, what was that show called? 13 Reasons Why, right? It was a very powerful show on Netflix. And it was about, you know, a girl that committed suicide because these boys took advantage of her sexually and Put her business out there. They were. The, I can't remember if they, I think they recorded it. Her having sex and, and you know sent a text blast to the whole school, which was completely out of line, completely out of line. Um, so I, I think it, it, you know society has to respect women's sexuality, and I don't mean sexuality as in a woman should sleep with a thousand men and that's just empowerment. I, that's not even healthy. Mm. <laughs> right Like but you what? just mean well okay I'll let you explain so what do you mean Yeah, like, we have to respect the fact that women have sexual urges as well. Women are human and want to have sex. I mean, we all got here because our mothers had sex. Like, I don't understand how people take a big deal about a woman having sex. I mean, it, it, I think it's just foolish to me. Women should be able to, like, talk about sex and and, and not be judged. Like, it doesn't make you an a, a, a H word or a W word, you know, whether we're speaking correct English or, you know, inner city English, you know what word I'm talking about. You shouldn't, a woman shouldn't be called that just because she want to have sex. You know what I mean? Like you're human. So I think if we respect women's sexuality, then you wouldn't have the nice girls that are so reluctant to like express themselves sexually. And then you wouldn't have women that just completely rebelled and think that, okay, I'm just going to sleep around all day, every day. Um, and that's it's empowerment because now I have the ball in my court and I can sleep with a thousand guys and no one can call me anything because we're in the modern society. Like Amber Rose did, like the slut walk, Yeah. like 
like she took it to, like it's it's extremes you know it's extreme. but just finding those balances yeah it, it's extreme i mean to each his own mm -hmm. but the problem i have is when the amber roses they telling the modest women that they're in the wrong mm -mm. you know what i mean that's that's just wrong you can't be forcing women to join your your sexual promiscuous revolution right Right. And at the same token, you know, I think men, the same we have to respect women sexually, we have to respect men emotionally. If, a, you know, like if a man, you know, if you have a whole bunch of guys, we hanging out and we, and, and a guy says, you know, I really like this girl and I want to fall in love and I want to be with her. He's going to get roasted by all these guys, by all his guy friends. Oh, you're soft. Stop being a B word. You're punk. You're a P word. Like, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't know that a man having romantic feelings for a woman was wrong. <laughs> like, I, I'm pretty sure we would all like, we would all want our fathers to romantically love our mothers. I, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure everyone in the world would want that. Mm -hmm. and, and it's so hypocritical because the same guys that are making fun of the man who wants to be the one woman man, you're the same one that's making a rap song about how your daddy left when you was five. Mm. And how your daddy cheated on your mama and how much you hate your daddy for it. Mm. But you mad at the next man because he doesn't want to do that to a woman. That makes no sense to me. Mm -hmm. So we have to respect when a man wants to like settle down and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was younger, when I was 21 years old, like, man, I used to get, because I, I always was that type of guy. And I, I used to get made fun of all the time for it. Like, man, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You being soft, man. Come on, you're supposed to go out there and, and sleep around and do this, that, and a third. But what does that do for you at the end of the day? Nice. It does nothing. It does nothing for you. And I think that's why we have such a lack of uh, black wealth, too. Yeah. Because, Absolutely. you know, the men are having to spend their money with this family and that family and this girl they're dating. Yeah. That girl. <laughs> you can't never build financial wealth or legacy for anybody when you always dating different women or supporting different baby mamas. And Absolutely. That, oh my God, that's like the greatest thing you, like I've heard. Like, <laughs> it's so true. Because like I, I did the research one time and in Boston, the, the median, um, the, the net worth of an average white person in Boston is 200,000. The net, the median net worth of a black person in Boston is $8. Mm. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy, you know what I mean. <laughs> and the reason, the reason is because we're not, we're not investing into uh, um, assets. We're spending money on liabilities mm -hmm. so that we can impress the next chick and the next chick, so we can sleep with the next girl, and the next girl, and have the next baby mama and the next baby mama, and and, and spending and and losing all our money to child support. Yeah, that's what's going on. Meanwhile, the white people, they're saying that again. I, I don't want to get too much into racial stuff but you know the boy meets girl in college they settle down they have a wife and, and, and kids they have a family and they build wealth together mm -hmm. meanwhile the black community you know we want to you know party you prove how much you how many different women you can get exactly. <laughs> and you play yourself, playing so yourself. and they're definitely not off the hook at all you know what was that I said the same thing for the women. They're exactly. definitely not off the hook at all. It's doing nothing for you. Like, mm -hmm. as a woman, if you have multiple baby daddies and you're getting all this money from child support, it, it doesn't increase your net worth. Mm -mm. 
It, it did absolutely nothing to your net worth. Nothing yeah. at all. Yeah. So two family households is what's going to, um, you know, increase your net worth. Like, true story, I, 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 did, I did a little investigation one time, right? So what's that uh, app called? Trulia, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. Real estate app, right? Mm -hmm. And I was looking at Miami. And um, in Trulia, I don't know if you've been on Trulia, but it was like on the map, you could put anywhere in America, right? And then you could choose the percent that's single versus the percent in that zip code that's married. Mm -hmm. You can also put net worth. Uh, you could put the percent of homeowners, the percent of people with college degrees, all of that, right? And I kid you not. So in, in all of Miami-Dade County, when you put the percent that's single, right? Mm -hmm. You have one area that says 70%, 80% single. Then you have another area that says 10%, 20% single. Then you switch the map and you say percent black or percent white. Mm. The same I zip codes <laughs> that have a higher single percentage right. are the same zip codes that have the higher black population. Mm -hmm. Then you can also switch the map and put net worth or the, the zip codes that say less than 50,000 or less than 30,000 are the same okay. zip codes that have the higher single populations mm -hmm. and the same zip codes that have the higher black population. Mm -hmm. It is the saddest thing I ever done mm -hmm. research-wise. It was literally spot on like night and day. I, I should literally screenshot it to you and send it to you. Like, like for example, we'll take Carroll City where, where Rick Ross is from or Apalaka, which is another part of Miami-Dade County which is, you know, like, I think it's like next to Carroll City. Mm -hmm. Carroll City, Apalaka are highly black population areas of Miami-Dade County. There are also very low income areas and they are highly single. Mm -hmm. It goes to show you single and poverty works hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. It works hand in hand. Works hand in hand. And that's why we, that's what I'm saying. We need to just figure out ways instead of figuring out like, you know, I don't know. We just need to figure out ways to stick together. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What we have to understand is, you know, there's people that are not rooting for us. Who are better than one. Oh, no one's rooting for us. <laughs> you can't be sitting out here and giving them what they want. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we like it all starts with having a communication, sitting down, talking to each other, and not being so what's the word I'm looking for? Um so combative. You know, mm -hmm. if a woman wants to like explain to men this is what she don't like about men, or if a man wanna say this is what she don't like about women. We can't be sitting there being combative. I have to sit there and, and listen to a woman's side of view. Yeah. Together. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. Imperative. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, but it's not all our, our fault. You know, like, for one, I mean, gosh, our history, like, we've been segregated and separated from each other, you know, from jump. It's yeah, yeah. our ancestral DNA at this yeah, point. Yeah. You know. It's all part of design. It's all part of a plan. You know, this this ain't a coincidence. Right. It's definitely by design. Exactly. And 
now you have, like you said, the Cardi B's and the Megan's and all this music and the rap that that promotes, you know, like women just being like twerking and getting dudes for the bag and the mm-hmm. men having different women and hoes. And and so, yeah, it's it is all by design, you know, and it's always stacked against us. Yeah. You know? But if we know this, why do we continue to perpetuate it? Mm. You know, that that's yeah. the problem. Like, if you know that, you know, this food has been recalled or, you know, this food is unhealthy for you or whatever the case may be, to, to continue to go there and to buy that or to do this, <laughs> it, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. You know, if you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know what, sir, or you know what, ma'am, you know, your blood sugar is way too high. You need to cut back on sugars. Yeah. Your, your blood pressure is too high. You need to cut back on salt. And you go home and you buy a whole, or you go to the, the supermarket, you buy a whole bunch of salty chips or you <laughs> buy a bunch of cakes and stuff. Where does that make sense? Right. You know what you Somebody need to do. to take responsibility. Exactly. We know, we know what's going on. We know this is by design. You know, we know that this was done purposely. Why are we continuing to go along with it? Mm-hmm. That's 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 the part that's sickening. Mm-hmm. This isn't like news to us anymore. Maybe in the eighties, maybe in the nineties, it was news to us. But we know mm-hmm. what's going on, so we should be like pushing back and letting people know, like, look, we're not going to tolerate this no more. Yeah. Y'all set us up, but we gonna we gonna out, we gonna undo this setup right now. Yes, absolutely. That's what we need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's just sad because you look at, like, man, listen, I was watching this this video on YouTube and non-black people are saying, like, other races don't bash the opposite sex the way black people do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes no sense. Like battle of the sexes has always been a thing, but it's an all-out war of the sexes right now. Mm-hmm. It's an all-out like genocide of the sexes. Like the way black and black men and black women comfort each other. It's sad. Or the way like we comfort the same sex too. Like we yeah. we don't support. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's colorism. And oh man, I don't. I- other girls risen my entire life. It's just like, are we united on anything at this point? Yeah. I don't see blondes and brunettes going at each other. Right. Man, you a blonde. You know, cop ever pulled me over and said, you know what? You brown skin, so you're not bliggity black. So we're not gonna profile you. No, I get profiled all the time. Yeah. Matter of fact, I don't think I told you the story when I when I got when I got into the car accident. Yeah. Did you not? When I got to the car accident, right? State police came because it happened on the highway. So it wasn't local police, it had to be state police. You know the you know the cop was searching my car? Uh the, the car first the first thing he asked me was for my license and registration. I'm like, this is a car accident. Like I'm not getting pulled over. Like I was just confused. Okay. He checked to make sure my car wasn't stolen. He asked me if my car oh, was stolen. What? Yes, it's a car accident. You asked me if my car was stolen. Oh my God. I was I was surprised he didn't do a breathalyzer test on me. Wow. Then when the tow truck came, he said, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna help you clean out your car for you." 
Mm-hmm. And while he, he wasn't even cleaning out my car. He took his flashlight. He was checking everything. He opened the glove compartment. He moved everything. He opened up the console. He checked everything. He opened the trunk, went through the trunk. Mm-hmm. He profiled the crap out of me. Sure did. But he didn't sit there and be like, oh, he, you know, he ain't that dark skin. He ain't. Right. <laughs> So he, he brown skin, okay. he a little caramel, mocha, butterscotch, hazelnut. So we ain't gonna we ain't gonna profile him. No, he just saw me as another black man. So to sit there and we have all this animosity and hatred, light skin, dark skin, like man, it's going viral. Where it was these these two dudes, they were like brown skin, like my complexion, and they were like the educated type, like they kind of like they were suburban, for lack of better terms, like they weren't like. Like, like, hood. yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what their testimony was about. They would talk about the fact that, you know, black women don't look at them or, you know, don't really go for them because they don't look like your latest rapper. Mm. And but said, do you think that that's kind of changing now? Because I do think that that used to really be the case, but I don't. Yeah. I see the tides turning a little bit now. Yeah, it, it's turning slowly, slowly but surely. But you know, but they look like they were probably like in their early 30s. So if they're speaking from 30 years of experience, you know, they have to go off for 30 years of experience, not based off of a projection. Because I feel like a lot of the generations that are coming up now that are like dating millennials and Gen um, Z and all that, you know, they've kind of watched their parents maybe mm-hmm. be in these like toxic relationships where maybe oh what's that noise where mm-hmm. maybe like um pops went to jail or pops was slanging or something like that you know or mm-hmm. all this type of stuff and they they kind of grew up with that dysfunction because in the 80s and 90s that's when we did have like all the gangster rap and people was in them hood love relationships yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but then I feel like those kids kind of woke up to that and was like, I don't really want that for my life. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I, like, I, 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 I was never I, I, here. Like, that shit was whack. You know? Yeah, and so... Yeah, I think... I, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, before slavery, it, that didn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was something that was created via the Atlantic slave trade. So mm-hmm. you can't hate light skin and dark skin and all this type of stuff. You, We can't be sitting there attacking each other for mm-hmm. this stuff. It's not fair. It's not healthy again. Ain't none of us asked to be here. We just showed up one day. Ain't mm-hmm. no McDonald's menu. You know what I'm saying? Being born ain't a McDonald's menu. You just get what you get. Whatever your two parents, whatever genes they passed on to you, that's what you get. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like, the, the whole notion of making fun of people because how they look, I've, I've never understood that. Like, yeah. That's just genetics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's not cool. That's not cool. Well, so to summarize, what do what do we need to do to heal the black love in the black community or love in general? We won't just stick it to black people. Yeah, yeah. Well, love in general. Um, first and foremost, you know, like I was saying before, it's it boils down to the nature and the nurture. We got to stop nurturing these men to um to 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 align with nature you know mm-hmm. if 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 you have a baby that you know they they grab something harmful and they try to eat it 
and you grab it from their hand and they start crying, ain't no parent going to be like, oh, okay, fine. You keep crying. All right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll let you just... <laughs> right. I don't care how much you cry. No, I'm not going to let you swallow this. I'm not going to let you eat this. I'm not going to let you go here or do that. A baby might climb up something and you pick them up and you grab them and they're going to cry because they wanted to jump and they want... Ain't no parent going to be like, all right, fine. Just, just to keep you from crying, I'm just going to let you... No. So we... We like I I literally have like a beef with like these dating coaches like they're destroying society right now. You cannot sit there and keep on telling these men to 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 be the bad boy, to disrespect women, to treat them like trash, to do all of this be simply because all these women are tolerating it. Stop mm -hmm. doing it. Amen. Stop doing it. You mm -hmm. like we're literally mass producing bad boys. Yeah. We're mass producing womanizers in society yeah we're literally breeding it we're creating it we're 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 pushing it like without even realizing this is exactly what we're doing we got to stop telling these, these 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 men oh this woman broke your heart so stop being good to these women you need to start doing this and start treating them like trash and start doing this because this is what they respond to stop doing that stop that's first and foremost what we need to do in society and we need to just Nurture women, you know what I'm saying? T teach them like, okay, this is the type of man you should go for. This is the type of man you shouldn't go for. Don't just say, oh, well, you know, just go for the man that that has the most, the biggest bag, swag, mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. No, we have to nurture these women. That's first and foremost. And, and the second most important thing we need to do is we need to res respect male emotionality and respect female sexuality mm -hmm. stop because we put in too much pressure you know you, you you have all this pressure on men that's why you have men they don't want to be you know a nice guy a good guy a one woman man because they're going to get made fun of and get teased and get called all these names and and things like that and then same thing with these women mm -hmm. you have these women that just they don't want to like have any type of sexuality or they want to over sexualize themselves without realizing that like it's unhealthy what you're doing right? mm -hmm. you're, at, you're at risk of diseases you're at risk of of all type of stuff mm -hmm. because of the, the 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 pressure that they that they received growing up so now they they just outdoing it's, it's just like somebody who um it's like someone right that's a celebrity and they were poor their whole life and then now they become rich, they become a famous rapper or famous actor, and they blow all their money on on, on all this like luxury stuff, and, mm -hmm. and like like uh, MC Hammer or something. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where people they get all this money and they don't know what to do with it, so they start buying tigers and stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like I'm gonna go buy a tiger. Oh, I I'm watched gonna... that Mike Tyson story. Did you watch that on Hulu? Nah, on Hulu. On Hulu. Oh. The Mike Tyson uh, movie. It was good. It? But that's one of the things he did. Yeah, because he grew up really poor. So he was mm -hmm. like out buying tigers and crazy yeah, actually do that. So that's what's going on with, with, with this 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 um fast, promiscuous like movement. That's what's going on. You have these women that were never allowed to like have sex in peace. So now they're just going all out now. Yeah. And, and then people are mad at them. How are you mad at them? This is what happens when you deprive someone of something. 
and and then also I think you said that the main thing too is like um, learning how to communicate men and women learning how to share what their needs are what they're liking what they're not liking and just overall just coming to your partner instead of going out finding something else just communicating exactly and and also um it's it's a matter of how would i put this um it's it's a matter of like allowing allowing men to have a preference without being attacked and allowing women to have a preference without being attacked because Mm -hmm. you know nature is nature you know the same way we're not going to attack women for saying that you know they they want the masculine man again a bad boy and a masculine man is two different things two different things absolutely (laughs) that's the first thing that people need to get straight you know what i'm saying because to me like the the bad boy is kind of like he want to be treated like the princess he the bad be in a relationship yeah. you know <laughs> ain't nobody got time exactly and a bad boy can't be a leader he can't be a provider he doesn't even have any discipline he doesn't even have any like uh, goals or anything like that so but if a woman wants a man that's like a leader and he's you know he's taking care of, of of the household and he's providing and he's protecting and and all of that type of stuff. There is nothing wrong. That's with the that. king right there, right? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nobody gonna tell a woman she's in the wrong for for wanting that. So let, we gotta stop telling men that we're in the wrong because we're looking for a woman that's that's you know that's protecting us emotionally. The same way we have to protect women physically. We looking for a woman to protect us emotionally. I, I'm gonna say this. I, I know you're trying to wrap this up, but I, I forgot to say this. I meant to say this earlier, and this is very important. Okay. And I, and this is very near and dear to me. It's like my thing is this: as as a society, as men, we have to like respect women. We have to appreciate women because y'all are the y'all are, are um the 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 gatekeepers of life. Mm. Life comes from women. Like women give birth to life and that is the reason why we have to like appreciate women like we have to hold doors and that's where that's why there's chivalry like when when you're out on a date with a woman this this is potentially the future mother of your children she's the human being that's going to bring more human beings in the world mm-hmm. and that's the reason why if you're on a bus and a pregnant woman comes in you have to give up your seat this is the reason why you have. If you see a pregnant woman, you better you better help her up or help her get down the the, the chair or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. We have to have a, a, um, a, um, a, a a reverence for women in that regard. But at the same time, what women have to understand, we women have to have a reverence for men because mm-hmm. we we have to put our lives on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, since the, the dawn of civilization, you know, if intruders came into the village, the women and the children got to hide and the men had to go out there and, and lose their life just to make sure that the women and the children, you know, were safe. Until this day, 
men still have to do that. Ever since I was a kid, my father used to tell me, he was like, as as the man of the house, I, I have to be ready to die for you guys at all times. Mm. My father used to say, if someone broke into the house right now and said someone has to die, I would have to I would have to die for everybody. I would have to protect all of y'all with my life. So with that being said, it's just not fair for society to act as if men are useless because all these buildings that you see, all these tunnels and subways and highways and all of this stuff, men lost their lives building this stuff just so that, just to create an infrastructure in society. Now, I'm not saying that men are more important than women. I'm saying that we all are equally as important. Absolutely. It's something that we all provide to society. And that's the reason why we have to respect each other because life will, ne- will not continue without women, but life will also not continue without men. 100%. A, a village will be extinct if it's not for men to sit there and, and, and sacrifice and make sure that that village continues on. And that's the only reason why we have ancestors. It's because there was men that protected that, that village. Yes. You know? And there's women that created offspring that brought you know, human beings into this world. So that's why we have to equally respect each other because yes. we, we cannot live without each other. We cannot, men cannot like do what we do without women. Women cannot do what they do without men. We need each other wholeheartedly. So all of this like animosity and anti-men, anti-women bashing, it needs to stop. We have to understand that we need each other. We absolutely need each other. Mm, that's beautiful. Absolutely. I, I don't have nothing to add to that because you said it perfectly. <laughs> absolutely agree. And thank you for saying that. And yes, we do, we do need y'all for sure. You know, it, it hurts. It really does hurt when when people act as if, oh, who needs men? We don't need men and men to work for us. Like, we have to sit there and like put our life on the line at all times. You know what I'm saying? If, if you go somewhere and, and God forbid there's a mass shooting or something like that, who has to sit there and, and try to stop it? It's the men. If you get caught in a situation, you know what I'm saying? You walking in public and a lion comes out of nowhere or you're going to tell the woman and the children to get back behind you. And the men are going to sit there and have to fight off that, that wild beast. Like, <laughs> Not the wild beast, but I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, some sort of animal, whatever the case may be. Like, I, seen, I seen this video one time it was going viral in Florida where this alligator showed up in someone's, house, like someone's front yard. And the man had to, he grabbed a trash bin and literally trapped the alligator into the trash bin. The alligator, this alligator was twice his size. Mm. And he had to be brave enough mm. to protect his family. This happened in Florida. This was like, I think this was like last summer. It was something that went viral. And he had to protect his family. Yeah. This is what meant. I was raised to do that. I have a little sister. And ever, since the day my sister was born, what, did, what was instilled in me? See, this is your baby sister. This is what me and my brother was told. You have to protect her for the rest of your life. Your job is to protect her, even if that means to protect her with your life for the rest of your life. That's your job. That's your duty as your, her big brother. This is what I was told. So for people to sit there and act as if men are not needed and we're just worthless in society is like, it's just, 
it's, it's insulting. We yeah. need each other. Men are, 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 are worthy. Women are worthy. We need each other. We all, we all deserve love. We all deserve life. We all deserve to be treated right. We all deserve to be respected. We all deserve it. All of us. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, thank you, Manny, for always providing all this words of wisdom much appreciation to you and hopefully um you know we can help provide the healing that's needed you know in the world so i appreciate it once again thanks for having me you know i'm i'm looking forward to doing some more tiktok soon (laughs) please do i know it's it's been a lot going on but yeah because your message, if you send it to people and they, they like it, so you got to do more for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to do more. You know, I just um, just had to get some things out of the way, but they're pretty much out of the way now. So expect some, some TikToks soon. Okay. And what's your TikTok handle so they can follow you? Um, man, it's been such a long time. I can't <laughs> <even remember. Okay. laughs> it is. Uh, let's see. We might not be there. Uh, let me go on TikTok right now because I actually have two TikToks. So what's this oh. one? Well, what? I can post it in the comments later. Maybe I'll give you a chance to add some first. How about that? Okay. Oh, I, I I got it actually. It's, it's okay. I am Manny Santana. That's that's what it is. Okay, I am Manny Santana. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you again and uh, much appreciation. Thank you. Thank you once again. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. Thank you.